Alright, y'all, welcome to episode 77 of Can't Call It with your boy J Kill. And your boy Jay Wright. And we bike is up. We got a special guest in the building. Our brother, my former roommate, the man with the master plan, my, my music homeboy for y'all youngins, my Tuesday partner at Best Buy, you know what I'm saying? My Lake Charles Connect, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We got the one, the only. Wally P in the building. Make some noise for Wally P. Yeah. Hey, this man. time, this yeah. time we got him on. I to talk about no, no, you know, story times. You know what I'm saying? How you feeling, my brother? Doing good, y'all. Thank you for having me back. Appreciate it. Oh man. Very, very special Black History Month. Hey, it's Black History Month. My man got a pick in his head. Fight the power. We out here, baby. How y'all feeling in these streets, man? What's the weather like? It's cold out there. Where y'all at? It's uh, apocalyptic, like, and then one day, it'd be like 40-something, almost 50, mm-hmm. and then the next day, it'd be 10 degrees, so, you know. Ooh, ooh, yeah. that low out here. Yeah, Mark Twain went line. he said, if you don't like the weather, just wait five minutes. It still change, man. It'll change on you quick. Hey, was Mark Twain the best of time, the worst of times? Is that somebody else? I think that was Dickens. Oh, okay. It gives me <laughs> you, you, you know, your nigga got a sport. Oh, hey. your nigga got a sport. Wally P, what's that Kansas City weather looking like? I seen y'all on the on the AFC Championship game, smoking on that Joe Burrow. Hey, you know, shout out to uh, Senior Home Mahomes, Patrick Lavon Holmes Senior. Hey, man, I was I was torn that game though, bro. Like, uh, you know, you gotta you gotta cheer for Burrow, but um, you know. Kansas City, this is the home team right now, so I got I gotta rep them. I gotta rep the Chiefs. But yeah. Is um is uh the feeling that y'all are the the underdogs? Y'all feeling like y'all the the favorites? What's what's the feeling up there? Uh the city, man, the city's they they feeling good, honestly. Like the the Eagles didn't show out in an NFC championship game. Nobody afraid of hurts. You know, everybody's mm-hmm. talking about um the Kelsey podcast and then how they going back and forth and stuff like that. So Mahomes ankle healing. Andy Reid got some cheeseburgers. So we be straight, man. And hey, Mahomes got two weeks to rest that little ankle up, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. good. You don't see no Jackson Mahomes this year. So everything, everything <laughs> great. Oh no. Is anybody's relative? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes' relatives, dog, are all over the place, dog. Between his brother, his daddy, and his mama. Like, how's that the same family, bro? Can't and, uh, be. Everybody was tripping on his daddy. I was like, y'all realize he's a junior, right? He's black. Like, I don't think <laughs> I know y'all know that, right? Oh, that man sounds he's smoking on that Joe Burrow, though. I was like, I don't think they was ready for him for him to be on TV. Oh, I don't nah. know. Cause we all know a, uh, a Patrick Mahomes senior. <laughs> we all know one. He's usually not the quarterback's dad. <laughs> nah, nah. He that uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes' dad looked like uh, Will Smith's dad on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. That one episode, he showed up <laughs> with that dicky suit on. At the end, Will was like, "Why you don't want me, man?" That's what Patrick Mahomes' daddy. Spirit animal is. Oh man, I was I can't even think of the comp I had in my head, dog. When I first seen him, I was like, man, I've seen him on a YouTube video before. 
not that's Patrick Mahomes' daddy though. It's just some regular cat dog. But hey, man. So who y'all got in the, uh, the Super Bowl? Real quick. Go Jay right. Look, man. It's been a toss up for me up until maybe yesterday. And I thought it through, and I seen the NFL script too. Somebody leaked the NFL script online. So <laughs> I'm gonna go with. Them. I'm gonna go with Philly, dog. Fly Eagles, fly. That's what I'm going with. I just think they got the 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 defensive line gonna be the difference maker for them. So I'm going with Philly. I think they're gonna pull it out. Mm. I think a little Mahomes magic go creep through. Like he go, he goes himself as a as a predominant quarterback of the league. You know all the new young cats. How the old cats gone? The old regime is out. You know. Deuces. They they gone. Bye Brady. Bye, Bye Stafford. Brady. Rogers should be out. Matt Ryan should be gone. Like these dudes ain't doing it what they used to do. And Mahomes about to set it off for the young boys. He's gonna let them know that, that that's his thing, and he gonna hold it down for the next five to seven. I'm going for <clears> Jalen Hurts because he's from Houston, but I feel like Mahomes going in. That's that's where <clears> I'm at with it. Um, hey. Real quick, Germs called me randomly out the blue asking me, is Matt Ryan a Hall of Famer? And I was like, yeah. I was like, is that up for debate? And I was like, well, mm-hmm. he was an MVP. He's got yeah. multiple 5,000-yard seasons. I was like, I'm pretty sure he's in. It was weird to like, me, but I was like, I'm pretty sure he's in. I don't like that. here. Yeah, first ballot, he in. He just like automatically. I don't, I don't know about first ballot, but he in. Make him sweat a little bit, man. Shit. Yeah, he in. I mean, T.O. wasn't first ballot, but that's different. But I think he in. Is Matt Ryan a winner, though? I feel like football different, man. They put winning above everything. I mean, Dan Marino ain't ever won nothing. True. But, but Marino, he was, yeah, he was different, though. I mean, true. It's just that Jim, Jim Kelly never won nothing. He got to three Super Bowls though. Yeah, he got he got to he got the four. He ain't win. He got the four. But see, but look, if they put they gonna put him in because you know I think he's gonna get in. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not a Matt Ryan like sitting on the table for him, but he gonna get in. Him and Matthew Stafford gonna be bosom buddies in the Hall of Fame. They're gonna be next to each other in the back near the exit. Like if you take away the two Super Bowls, is Eli Manning a Hall of Fame quarterback to you? Nah, nah, not at all. Nah, see. But you know they stretch the criteria for certain people, dog. It's them them Super Bowl rings and the last name. I mean, he's part of the royal family. I feel that exactly. Yeah, they're trying to get Cooper in some kind of way if they can. (laughs) 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 Friends and family discounts. But, uh, man, we got our boy Wally P on to talk about a couple things. Uh, we, we originally brought him on because it's Black History Month, and we want to talk yeah. about this Wakanda forever. But breaking news, uh, our man is is the number one Mavs fan in, in the in the game, and all of a sudden, what do you call him, Jarvis? The, the Hotel Hooper? He, uh, Hoop him up, Hotel. <laughs> Hoop him up, Breaking hotel. news, he got traded to the Mavs for Dorian Finney-Smith and, and – uh, What's Spencer the nigga name? And Spencer Dinwiddie, the the homecoming. Oh, yeah. Back uh, to this. How you feel about that, my boy? I'm torn, bro. Um, Kyrie's a better Brunson. 
So it can work. I know everything, as soon as it dropped, everybody says there's not enough ball to go around between Luka and Kyrie. But it's it's Dallas has the worst offense in the league. Like it's So terrible. it's going to be Kyrie gets some work, Luka gets some work. And they that good that that it can they can win, but mm-hmm. it's not enough, it's not enough. Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, I was I was glad I was able to hang on to Christian Woods. I was like, I don't know how this going. They they can't get no size, like zero size. But uh, I mean, yeah. I, every time I watch the Mavs, I'm like, damn, it sure would be nice if they had uh, Jalen Brunson, and, right? <laughs> and the the Knicks be on TV all the damn time. I'm like, damn. This boy Jalen Brunson still cold. It wasn't just a one year wonder. So, nah, all star snub. Yeah, I, I thought. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. I thought Kyrie's gonna get stuck. Actually, two things. One, I was wrong. I thought Kyrie's never gonna play basketball again. Uh, after the whole you know J word thing, and then <laughs> I thought. <laughs> then I was like, oh yeah, he ain't gonna get back to you know his normal self. And then he got back, and I was like, oh, okay, well. As long as he keep his head down, he gonna be fine. Well, then he didn't keep his head. <laughs> he popped up with a trade request, so I was like, I, I'm, I'm no, I'm not predicting no more Kyrie stuff, dog. I'm, I'm he good. did keep his head down, man. Like after that shit popped off, yeah. Kyrie and Dort, they start winning. Yeah, he made he he made his way to the starting All Star. Like, yeah, Kyrie balling out, and he he deserved all the accolades that was going his way. So, I, I don't know. I'm reading everything. That Joe Size seemed to be. Just, just, just a hoe, basically. Like, you think so? Look, Kyrie didn't help himself. I know, and and with, with the J word, you know. Yeah. You know, Joe Side wasn't rocking with that. Totally understand. Totally agree. I think we all agree. Not cool. But if if you're in negotiations and um, you guys can't come to, I guess, to some type of agreement, at least for. A two-year extension is something. It was that it wasn't worth fighting for for Joe Sy in, in the Nets. Like they just go, just go, let it work, just let them walk. I don't know. I I just feel like at a certain point, Kyrie, die, like you, you keep popping up in the the pro. Like you're eventually somebody. At some point, you gotta be, you gotta take responsibility for being the problem, dog. Like common denominator. Yeah, I was like, you the common denominator in all these situations, man. I mean, could the Nets have buckled down and pulled like what they did with KD and said, "No, nah, we're not trading you, bro." Like, right? Fuck it. But I think they were just tired of the headaches, man. Once once the trade request came up, I mean, he want what two hundred million? Damn near. I don't How know, man. Kyrie? Huh? How old is Kyrie? 30, 31, 32, something like that. Is he thirty three? I don't know. It's still young. I mean, it's youngish. I mean, this everybody is, ain't LeBron, though. This is this is Jesus' year. He need his money now. <laughs> I mean, everybody ain't everybody ain't LeBron, dog. He he a little dude too. We see how this goes. Oh, he's thirty. Okay, yeah, he, he's a solid thirty. He gonna be thirty three this year. But I don't know, man. More power to him, bro. I, I hope Kyrie finds his way at some point, life. bro. Yeah, just in life, dog. Like, like, I think Kyrie a good dude. He just he, he trying to figure it out, man. As we all are. So shout out to he Kyrie. Man. Yeah, I, I just hope he don't fall off like Charles Hamilton, the rapper. <laughs> keep him, keep him in the fold. 
Keep him in the fold. <laughs> Keep him in the fold. Charles Hamilton? After he slapped that girl, that was it. <laughs> or that girl slapped him. I don't know what, what, allegedly, I don't know what happened. I just know he's making some, some decent music, and then next thing you know, you can't find him nowhere. So I feel like Kyrie be the type of guy you be like, oh, he played for the Mavs. And then two years later, you be like, you know, he made falafel out in, uh, <laughs> in Fresno. Yeah. He got, a, he got a food truck in Fresno. Make the best falafels this side of the Mississippi. I don't know, man. I, I know Kyrie at his peak. I've always said that there's nobody more more skilled in the NBA than than, than Kyrie, dog. Like, and no. I mean that against like Jordan, Kobe. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <clears throat> skilled, oh. skilled. I'm not talking about the best. <laughs> I'm talking about like the ability to do things on the basketball court. Like, I think he has more skill than anybody. But I'm whatever. Y'all can debate me if y'all want to, but. It's all the other shit. He just can't figure out the other shit. That's the problem. So we'll see. It, it'll come out that all of it was petty. Like as more and more elite, you know, right now he's a bad guy in this situation. So I'm sure his his camp is going to start flooding uh, the internet and Twitter with, with all the things that was said. And let's go. Let's go be. Let's go be dirty, man. It already seems that uh, the Nets was not trying to help him go wherever he wanted to go. He wasn't going to the Clippers. He wasn't going to the Lakers. They they sent him somewhere to lose, really. Mm. I mean, you can say that. I mean, I wouldn't want to help LeBron out if I was the the Nets. But hey, so if you nah. KD, how you feeling, bro? Like Harden Case. gone, Kyrie gone. You stuck with with the kangaroo man? Like that last <laughs> episode of the Fresh Prince. Just like, yeah, ain't nobody here. <laughs> ain't nobody here. <laughs> but Katie requested a trade first, though, right? Yeah, they say you too good to get traded. <laughs> it, so. well, what was Kyrie supposed <laughs> to be doing? Mm-hmm. That's your man. Good point. That's good your point. Man. Good so, point. I don't know, dog. Uh, these, these are the most sensitive NBA stars of all time, so... Between KD, Kyrie, I don't know, man. I don't know. And the crazy part was KD was killing before he got hurt. So if they just would have, this team never stuck it out as as one unit. Like it was always KD was on, Kyrie was on, Harden was on, but they never put all three together. Ben Simmons, he just terrible. I don't, I don't talk about him no more. That was Black History Month. Um, <laughs> look, we brought Wally P on to talk about Wakanda Forever. Wakanda Forever. Uh, the movie came out last year, but it just hit Disney Plus on February 1st. I see you, Disney. I see what y'all trying to do. It worked. Um, shout out to uh, we got Ant Man and Quantum Mania coming up in a week or two. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jonathan shout Majors out here. Yeah, shout out to Kang, the blackest superhero name of all time. <laughs> Kang, because we all know Kang. Kang's in the hood. Uh, <laughs> man, guys, hi, what what's y'all's initial reactions to Wakanda Forever? Like, did y'all see it in the movie theaters? Or did y'all see it just now, or both? Go ahead, Wally P. Take take it. Yeah, um, I saw both. So I saw it in the theater when you know debut weekend, and I watched it again. 
watched it twice since it dropped on Disney Plus. One is crazy long, but it doesn't feel crazy long. Which it's three hours. I didn't even realize yeah, that. Man. It's it's a good three hours. You know, you got kids. You can't just be sitting down for three hours Mm-mm. straight. So Mm-mm. that three hour movie took me a good full day just <laughs> to watch. You know, you got to pause every two minutes and stuff like that. But um, now nah, I if I'm gonna give it just a straight up like scale of of ten, it's like an eight point five out of ten. Mm. Okay. Where do you, where did you have uh black the first Black Panther at? Good question. Good question. Honestly, like a seven. Oh, damn. Ooh. Ooh. But why they didn't have a daishiki on in the theater? Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. I was messing with you, bro. Nah, it's cool. I don't want to go into the first one and say oh, I gave it a seven because that's not why we're on here. But just from a, a movie perspective, like you, you got to grade the marvel movies on a different scale right because they all got to interconnect and stuff like that but mm. what i appreciate about black panther when i'm gonna see it in a theater there's a whole bunch of black people who's never watched a marvel movie since the first black panther they ain't watched no one goddamn nope. movie outside of black panther nope uh, uh, they didn't see black panther wakanda forever they got them a direct sequel. And then for the nerds, they sprinkled in a little thing here and there to kind of connect it all. But it was a solid movie, just a straight up movie movie, mm-hmm. like not necessarily a Marvel movie from front to back. And mm. I think I think Coogler, man, he did his thing from the cinematography, from the music. He, he pulled out good performances out of all the actors like Angela Bassett, man, you know, or even remember. Right, right. You know, round of applause, you know. Right. So overall, I thought it was, it was it's probably one of my favorite Marvel movies. Mm. Easy. They right, what's say you? Man, look. Why would you hit the hit the nail on the head, man? When Angela Bassett gave that speech when uh when uh what's her name? McCoya came back mm. and they had lost mm-hmm. lost her daughter and she was like Having I given everything for Wakanda, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I almost, I almost had a little tear, like when The Rock was clapping, and uh, when Charles S. Dutton was clapping at the end of uh, Rudy, I almost stood up and clapped like, that. "Yeah." I was like, well, you said The Rock. I thought you were talking about Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> nah, 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 not that Rock. It's Black History Month. I'm talking about Rock, Rock, R O C, Rock, R O C. Yeah, yeah. garbage man, Rock. <laughs> Yeah, garbage man rock. But yeah, that that scene alone was powerful. And then you have um, the how they grieve Chadwick. You know, it's, it's 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 a sensitive subject. But you know, when I remember taking my son to see the first Black Panther, and we were the first ones in line in the movie theater. Like I picked him up from school early because it was that much of a watershed moment. I think for the culture. Uh, you know, for that that type of uh, imagery to be on the screen, where you look up and see somebody that looked like you being portrayed as a hero and not a villain, or have some type of you know flaw storyline. So to go from that, and then like YP said, for this to be like a almost a standalone sequel in the sense that it is in the MCU and in, in that universe, but it is also like an homage to Chadwick, and then it's also 
a storyline that can also be kind of separate from everything. You still grasp what's going on. I love the movie. I really did. I, I think it's better than the, than the first one because of the portrayal of also the other culture, the Talacans, you know, like, man, I was like, damn, Neymar got a point, dog. Like, uh, I, I'm a surface dweller, but I was like, fuck us. Come. <laughs> Shit, he come up here with them wings on his ankle. I might join his side. Shit, give me some good year tires, too. Come on. I'm, I'm with them. Get up that blue. Yeah, <laughs> that nigga, that nigga Namor is a fucking animal, dog. Like, and I, I mean, in a good way. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was, I mean, I, I think it's a phenomenal movie, bro. Like, when I found out it was three hours, I was like, when? Like, I, I don't even remember three hours going by because it's that captivating. Like, you just, you sitting there. Like, I, I watched, you know, action movies. It's like two hours. I'm like, man, when is this shit about to be over with, man? I got things to do. Right. Um, but that movie, I was between, you know, obviously the opening with Chadwick and the way they had to, I mean, kudos to Ryan Coogler for having to rewrite a whole script. Like you had a, one sequel written with this guy in it. He passes yeah. untimely and then you got to backtrack and come on a whole new script. And it, I mean, to me, it was done flawlessly. I mean, when the, the way the, that opening Marvel scene with all the, the Chadwick clips and no, no music, like, you know, you know, that, that sound when it come on. Silence. The whole movie theater was quiet though. I was like, "Damn it, this is nuts!" And then it goes into the funeral scene, and the second funeral, I was like, "Man, sure he can't catch a fucking break around this bitch." Dog. I was like, "Damn, dog!" He lost a daddy, a brother, yeah. and a mama, and a mama. Man, I was like, "What is going on in this bitch?" But um, nah, man. I mean, it was to see the black and brown collaboration. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it's so many like different, you know, through lines and stuff like between, you know, seeing women being empowered. Um, I mean, all the main characters is basically women outside yep. of uh Mbaku and Namor. Yeah. Um, then you got to see like, you know, people having to make like real decisions, man. Like Okoye making decisions, Ramonda making decisions, Shuri making decisions. Like, but um. I mean, I think one of my favorite parts was, um, you know, seeing Namor. It was ironic that when she went, when um, Shuri went to the ancestral plane, she saw Killmonger. Because yeah. to me, Killmonger <laughs> and Namor are kind of on the same playing field to me as they're anti-heroes, quote unquote. Like, Killmonger wasn't necessarily wrong, you know, in the first movie. It's just, you know, a Malcolm and Martin kind of situation. Like, is he going about it the right way? Same thing as Namor, but when you see Namor's story, like he's trying to protect an entire basically race of people. It ain't about his his community. It's about the whole underground society of uh what's it called? Tayukan? Whatever it's called. They call him Kuk they call him Kuklakan. His soldiers. They don't call him Janara or King. They call him Kukulkan. The feather serpent god. What? Do you think because we are living in the mountains, we do not have access to books? That's why I want to give I want to give more props to Ryan Coogler, man, because you know, Namor in the comic books, he, he's from Atlantis. Okay. And, <laughs> 
mm-hmm. you know, he has nothing to do with uh, Hispanic or Mayan or any of that culture, any of the brown mm-hmm. culture and stuff like that. So for them to, to flip that and, and make it just as impactful for brown people as it was for, for us black people when the first movie dropped, like um, I went to the theater and me and my, my friend were leaving and uh, we're walking out. And I kid you not, man, Hispanic man, about our age, you know, he got the feather thing on his ear. He got his two mm. small kids with him and they go and see Namor, right? Like, I thought that was so dope that yeah. they got to see that representation that Jarvis was talking about that we all got when we saw Chadwick in the first movie. So, no, props to Cougar, man. They did that. And it's tough, too, because, you know, with Black Panther, we at least got, like, you know, the introductions, like, between Civil War and... Mm-hmm. you know all the other different movies you know he was popping in and out so by the time we got to black panther it was like we kind of know what we're getting into it's just now it's like he did a bunch of features now he got his own his own album you know what i'm saying but you know namor it just they came in out the rip like hey here you go bro you about to get some shine and and the dope part is now you could do a namor spinoff like you could do a tv show you could do a movie you could do whatever you want to do with it um and I think that's other cool thing is they introduce a lot of characters. And it's, a, I mean, three hours is not a short amount of time. But it's a short amount of time if you think about it, like to try to get Ironheart in there, Namor in there, um, and then kind of what you're gonna do with Shuri next. Like it's a lot going on, and they was able to mm-hmm. pull off to me. So, well, um, I guess I'm. What my thought too is, uh, what do y'all think as far as like the Ironheart? aspect of it like do you think you think they gave her enough shine you think they kind of threw it in there just to get the i mean we all know they got contracts and right right yeah that kind of stuff but no i think it's i think what they did for her i can't give more props to kugler because you think about all the other little features they did um i'm gonna compare that iron heart to that spider-man feature when they dropped spider-man in there and uh in civil war mm-hmm. they had that one scene when Iron Man went to the went to Queens and recruited him, and next thing you know, they're fighting. Mm-hmm. They gave Ironheart a purpose. They integrated yep. her story. Like mm-hmm. she got to interact with Okoye and Shuri. Like, and she's funny, dog. She's she was good. Like she 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 was in the story. It wasn't just a, a side thing where it's like, oh, we need to introduce this character because we got toys to sell or we got to promote a TV show that's coming out. Like they took their time and they gave all their subplots um, like meaning. Like they could have cut Ross, Everett Ross out of their whole movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, like he really didn't serve a purpose like he did in the first movie, but they kept him around in it. And once again, that's that, that's that little string that they gave you for the next Marvel movie when they talk about Thunderbolts and all this other stuff. Uh-huh. But even then, man, he just did such a good job of taking all these convoluted stories and just meshing them together where they just flowed. He gave Namor and his people time to shine. They gave Namor his whole backstory. We find out everything. You know, he says, I'm a, he says you know, we drank from this Ionian plant. Like he they gave him everything and they gave him purpose. So like at, to your point, I'm a side with Namor too. He warned them multiple times. Like, oh, yeah. I'm not gonna tell y'all again, type of stuff. Like he, I warned y'all at least four or five times before I came up here. Now, that is did true. He do what he had to do? No, we don't agree with that. But if they was telling this from Neymar's perspective, would he be wrong though? 
like if it was like his movie. He basically said, I'm going uh-huh. to blow this bitch up. That's what he basically <laughs> said. <laughs> in so many words, man. Hey, it's, I'm it's, telling you, man. Namor was so charismatic, dog. I was like, man, I don't know if I do the, the Wakanda Forever salute or put my hands up like a clam and be like, Leaky Talakan. <laughs> nah, he's pulling it right you and Kim, bro. That's that street fight. Yeah, yeah, he pulled it. Out. I was like, shit, man. Okay. Get my tiger uppercut ready. Shit, yeah. you fighting. Straight up. And so, y'all, y'all have any criticisms? Is there anything that which I was like, I don't know about that. <sighs> Can I say something real quick? <clears throat> It's your podcast. So now nah, you know you know how I like movie soundtracks and shit. So the dude that did the 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 score, as some people like to call it, for the movie, is the same dude that uh, helped Charles Gambino do that uh, album. What's the one with the red bone on it? I forgot the name of it. Anyway, he's actually done all Charles Gambino albums. Yeah, so it's like that moment when Shuri comes out with the with the new Black Panther suit. Mm. That was that was, that that stands that's that moment stands alone to me because it's like, man, hold on. This is like a new era of Black Panther. You already knew she was gonna be Black Panther, but it's just like that unveil. And you know, Mbaku like, damn, okay, it's for real. Like, we got Black Panther back. We don't know what, you know, it, it was that 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 moment with the music matched together. I was like, man, that's a perfect unveiling. As you can say, for that uh, for the character, I was like, okay, this is dope, this this is dope as fuck. A little bit of hints of Killmonger suit in there, sprinkled in, but yeah, I was like, this is dope, this is tough. Yeah, that was that was a dope detail how they um they pulled Chadwick's and Killmonger suit together, especially since she's seen Killmonger on the astral plane. So I thought that was real dope. The criticism though. Kind of how they wrapped up the the Neymar storyline, though. Like the, I get that he had to yield, gonna have you for movie's sake, but ain't no way if they're in all-out war in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, they just gonna stop like that. Like, I, I, I was, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. Nah, I think. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, it was the thing where like they was they was going at it. Like they had the the epic battle in the desert, and then all of a sudden they come out pieced up like that uh that meme with the crip and the blood where they holding the uh, bad <laughs> I'm like, hold on, fam, <laughs> it, it can't be over like that, <laughs> like right. that. I was like, I don't know about that, man, but it was that. Um, uh, I I've, I mean, I guess if I had to nitpick, I guess the re-re kind of plot was. I mean, it was. It's tough, right? Because you're trying to bring this girl in. You know, you got, I mean, we all know they got the, the TV show coming, but it just seemed like it was, it was almost like, you know, when you playing ball and you got to feed this cat the ball, like to get some shots in. Yeah. I, it, it just felt a little forced at times. Like, not that old girl did a bad job. It's just, I don't know. There's a lot going on. Like, hey, let's get some Iron Heart shots in real quick. But, and when they was at the school, it was cool. I think when they got to like the fight scenes and stuff, it was like, all right, well. Girl, get out the way. I mean, I get it. You, you got to do your thing. Come on now. You know why we here. <laughs> like, yeah. We here yeah. to see Shuri get her shit off. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, I mean, that's that's nitpicking. Um, 
yeah, Namor. I mean, I mean, I thought he kind of stole the show. To me, it was it was Namor and, and Ramonda's uh movie, bro. Like they was they was killing it the entire movie yeah. to me. So that was my that was my next question. Like, if you had to like rank your your, your top five, like in the movie, like oh, mm. Mm. ooh, ooh, I got That's tough. So I got Namor number one. Mm-hmm. I got Angela Bassett number two. I got honestly, I got Umbaku three. Oh, you took my top three. I got Umbaku three because I mean the way he was like having to show reverence to the title, but then at the same time he's still he's still a he's still a a, a leader. You know what I'm saying? So for him to kind of switch it up and go from like y'all have this. This child is the head of technology to like, hey, it's your world now, dog. Like, what you gonna do? Like, you gonna barbecue a meal, do? And so, like, for him to kind of give her guidance, I thought was dope. Um, I thought Nakia's role was was super dope. Um, I actually thought she was gonna be Black Panther, which that's kind of what I was rooting for, to be honest. Like, uh-huh. nothing against Shuri, but I just really thought she. Would, she, it made sense to me because I was like, man, she go on these rogue missions. She be taking She's care of business. Yeah, and I was like, man, she can do Black Panther. Like, put her in there. Um, and then my last performance, I would say Koye, man. Like, I thought she was the one that was kind of like, you know, the first uh Black Panther, and and you know, all her cameos, she was just kind of like a sidekick, almost just like mm-hmm. a henchman, to you know, if you will. But in this one, she showed like some real like vulnerabilities and like you know you saw like her relationship and all that kind of stuff like i was like all right they they giving letting her get some shots in man i liked it so your top five match my top five like bar from bar mm-hmm. what's crazy though is that shuri is not in your top five mm. the, the star of the movie mm-hmm. so like i i give marvel props because they were they was put in a position where Letitia Wright for, you know, credit to the actress. You know, she's a good actress. I thought she did really well, that movie. But they basically mm-hmm. told her, like, look, you got to carry a multi-billion dollar movie. Like, get it together type of thing. Like, that's a crazy amount of pressure. And I think she she rose to the occasion. I think she was real solid throughout the movie. But I think everybody else was just that much better. That's, how, that's why it's so good. Mm-hmm. Like, all the supporting actors around her like step that game up like angela bass is winning get being nominated for oscars and stuff like she gave an all-time role for like four scenes Bruh. and to your point akoye like black panther t'challa was a role dog like mm-hmm. so like all her emotion was just it felt genuine it felt like she she really and maybe that wasn't acting at some point maybe that real feelings of chadwick boseman mm-hmm. filming and stuff but man, you just you felt it in that, especially in that scene when when Angela Bassett stripped of her title, like, Ooh. you know, she felt like she she lost something in real life. I don't know, man. I thought every, everyone that you said went went hard. Right? Like Mbaku was was great. Like even his little ad lib, a bald headed demon, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that speak on it. That's funny. That was genuinely funny, and that wasn't like a. Let me try to play to the what's going on in pop culture with the what are those from the first movie. See, mm-hmm. y'all can make me go down the first movie path, which I didn't like. But anyway, I, <laughs> I don't know. I thought the movie was solid. 
Like top to bottom. You know what? <clears throat> Y'all, I think we all agree on the same thing. You know what? I got to give an honorable mention, too, to uh, some of uh, Morris henchmen, Namora and Atum. They were so, like, the, like you said, Kula did such a great job with the characters and the development of the characters. Like, even Namora's henchmen were, like, impressive to the point where they, you knew they were locking step with whatever Namora was with. Whatever he putting out, they picking it up. You know what I mean? So it's like, I was like, damn, what shit? I'm going, man, let me get my passport so I go to Talakai, man. I'm thinking <laughs> out what the hell they doing down there, man. They getting shit right, man. If Namor was a pimp, he would have no issues, dog. He'd be on soft white underbelly giving the best interviews. Because, like, man, everybody was locked in. Everybody. Top to bottom. So, yeah, I can't, I mean, like you said, we named our top five and Shuri, who's supposed to carry the movie, wasn't even in the top five, you know, but it also shows how well developed all the characters were. Every character, like Mbaku um, show reverence, but also leadership. Uh, and I think Shuri showed the most grief out of everyone, mm-hmm. which also made her more humane in a sense. You could, you could understand, you're like, man, she, in the, in the early on in the movie, she's like, she wanted to burn the world down. And sometimes when you grieve and you feel that way, you're like, man, fuck all this, you know? Some people grieve that way. And then for Namor to kind of even bring that back up, like, I heard what you said to your mom, so let's do it. You know, it's like he's playing, he's pulling on those heartstrings a bit, like, hey, I know where your mind at. And at that moment, I kind of felt like, sure, he might take it. You know what I mean? Like, hey, he won the alliance, and he's kind of offering what you want. I'm like, shit, take it. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be in the ancestral plane with Killmonger. Like, nah, we finna do what you said. We finna, we finna rock this shit. But yeah, man, the movie overall, is, I, 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 I watched it twice, working on my third watch. Probably gonna watch it again this week because it's that good. Right. What up, though? Are you ready for the biggest Sunday in sports? DraftKings Sportsbook. An all-official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57 has all the Super Bowl action you need. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get in on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boost. Check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day between 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to see that prop bet will be boosted. I know this Super Bowl, I'm going to see what Patrick Mahomes can do against this Eagles defensive line. I'm going to be watching that the whole game. It's going to be an exciting one. So, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code TPPN. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. We out. Hey, how how y'all how y'all think they handled the whole Chadwick passing thing? Like, did y'all want to see like some deleted scenes repurposed or like some, some I, AI type shit or no? Nah? I'm glad they did it the way they did it. Like, mm-hmm. um, I don't think they could have handled it any better. Um, especially for the the people on the internet that was like, you know, T'Challa is too important too important of a character to not recast. Like, it just wouldn't feel right. 
like the first. Oh, like movie, if they would have done a new T'Challa in this ep- in this one. Yeah, yeah, oh, this okay. one cast him with a different actor. You know, I um one. I think they it would have been disrespectful to Chadwick Boseman. They didn't have any right to do that. This this is money making business, right? Like they was like, hey man, we got to keep hey, the stream going. Like, hey, Terrence Howard got replaced. Right. You know, let's 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 sign it up. You know, everybody thought Michael B. Jordan was they was gonna change Killmonger and you know bring him back to life or whatever multiverse. Whatever. You know, they had all these mm. theories and stuff out there, but I think they did the perfect job of one setting up the future with with his son and and naming him T'Challa. I thought that was a perfect homage to the character, like the actual Marvel character. And two, what they did with Chadwick Boseman, like to your point in the beginning, like. Every, the movie was pretty much silent, you know, it was just like mm-hmm. the first outside of the first scene where the, everything was kind of happening in the lab. And then it just kind of went, went silent for a little bit with some beautiful cinematography and, and stuff like that. And you, you felt it. And then at the end, when she was sitting at the beach and she was just thinking about her brother and they just kind of had the scenes and there wasn't no sound like I'm just perfect. Just, just a perfect homage is, was respectful to the the character, but more importantly, respectable to the Bozeman family. And I'm sure they really appreciated seeing seeing their family member in that light. So yeah, props to them. Yeah, I honestly I don't know any better way they could have done it. Like you you could have done some others. I mean obviously it's Marvel they they can they could probably make a new T'Challa out of from right. scratch, but Right. I, I just think it, they did it right, like with that first scene. It's, it's kind of like the elephant in the room. Like, we all know he passed. Yep. Let's go ahead and address it right off the bat. And then to have that that um, that silent opening, I thought that was kind of like, all right, let's put it to bed. Not put it to bed, but you know, like, let's go ahead and address it. Let's put it out there. And now we can get into the actual, like, nitty gritty of the movie. So I thought they handled it well, man. Side note to that. I mean, I don't want to hijack the conversation, but <clears throat> I saw criticism where people was like, why no Avengers showed up to T'Challa's funeral? Oh. oh. And I'm like, that's 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 nitpicky. I think they did a great job of, you know, uh, showing up, paying homage to Chadwick, man. That, that ain't, you ain't got to have them there. I mean, I understand Iron Man passed away, the whole team, everybody was out there, but this is Wakanda, man. Don't nobody, y'all don't even know where it's at. Nobody been to Wakanda other than See? Bucky. So yeah. That that was my answer right there for you, Jarvis. Like yeah. Wakanda's don't play. Don't just let anybody in. You Ain't don't have no home before you come. But right. <laughs> don't do that. They just be showing up to their house. So mm-hmm. that, I felt like it was more of a cultural thing. It was it was just his people, his family. You know, I that was my thought about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying because I, you know, I, I, when you see like a movie like this big, sometimes you want to read the reviews and the critiques and things. And I was like, this is a real threat. Those people like, why there's no other Avengers there? And I'm like, it's it makes perfect sense for them to not be there. To me, could you, could you imagine yeah. Peter Parker at three pass? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If that so what's this? This Joe off? Let me try this real quick. Let me see. Y'all use a spoon or no? What's going on? I mean, even I mean, Bucky might be the only one that might feel so, and and Ross might be the only two that would have felt like somewhat okay. I don't even think uh, Falcon could have pulled up. Nah, <laughs> Fuck, no, I don't nah. Like it anyway, man. <laughs> the the you don't like the real dude that plays. I, I don't like either or. 
I don't like, like the, I don't like the character or Anthony Mackie, dog. How hey. you from New Orleans with no accent? Let's talk about that. Yeah, I don't know. Right. He's played some of the least likable characters too, though. He was the cat in eight mile that Yeah, that show us. He was uh he was the nigga in We Are Marshall that made sure they played again when really y'all shouldn't have been playing no football, dog. Like your whole team died in the plane crash and you worried about getting out here playing football. Nah, man, take a chill. He's played some unlikable cats, dog. I think it in that little chin strap of hair you always rocking ain't help him nothing. So yeah, Anthony Mackie, get your shit together, dog. Yeah, and I can say he was in the worst Marvel uh TV show that they've had, man. You didn't like that one? No. The worst? Oh no. Nah. I like I like She Hulk more than that damn show, man. Damn. I didn't hear She Hulk. I thought She Hulk was all right. But the worst? I- is it better than Loki? No. Is it better than okay. uh what's her name? What's the Ms. girl? Mama. Well, I what's like that name? too. I like Moon Knight. WandaVision. WandaVision's up there. That's like top two. Damn. <laughs> I actually like Captain America Winter Soldier, dog. Hawkeye? I love Hawkeye. That was a good one. Oh. Now, this is a debate now. Shit. I mean... What's your top... Hold on, hold on Kale. So, what's your top three? My top three? Yeah, uh, top three shows. Other shows. Let's Other shows? Let me pull them up real quick just to make sure I don't miss nothing. Now, let's, let's see. You got WandaVision. Yep. Yo. Loki. Yep. What If. Yep. Moon Knight. Yep. Miss Marvel. You yep. got Hawkeye. You got She Hulk. Mm-hmm. Then you got the two one shots of um the Guardians Christmas special. I don't and- count that. If we count <laughs> that, then that's trash. Yeah, I don't like them. All right. Uh so I'ma go. Let's see. At all them Loki one, WandaVision two. Hawkeye 3, I would say Moon Knight 4. Uh, what's left? Falcon? Well, you gave us, you gave us, you gave us four. I only asked for three, but you gave us four. <laughs> I, I did not like that show, man. Like, <laughs> like, it started off, I think, I, I mean, I don't think the whole thing was trash, but it was just like halfway through, I was kind of like, all right, man, y'all reaching with this uh, Black Lives Matter shit, man, like, we get it. Well, I think it's I think it's relevant though. And that's why I liked it. I think it depends on perspective too. Cause black is from say your top three again, just your top three real quick. Cause Loki, I don't think there's a kind of thing. Loki, WandaVision, and Moon Knight. Those are the most three out there when it comes to storyline in a sense that it's so sci-fi, so like almost unattainable in a sense. Practical is more Falcon Winter Soldier. It's like some shit. If they just gave uh, some Metal Gear Solid gear to some niggas and said, hey, this is going on in the Ukraine, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> so, Ukraine. I can see why I can see why you wouldn't like this shit now. Because this nigga Loki was at the end of time. So, if you, if you like this shit, I got, 
I got some Bible stories for you that <laughs> I can tell you real quick. <laughs> hey, that's the number one selling book of all time. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying for for people out there, the perspective wise, I I now know why you have it ranked so low. But all right, now we ask yours. I gotta get Wally P's top three because he's like the end of be off. If he say well, the same thing you say, then I gotta change my list to it. Cause nah, I, I, um, right. man, I, I, I respect Kells three. Like this, it's hard to argue. I, from a quality standpoint, I feel like those were probably the best quality of, of mm-hmm. all the shows. But if I had to give, I guess my story, I um, oh, dang, uh, WandaVision is by the time mm-hmm. episode four hit, it, it was, it was, it was pretty dope. And then um, I don't know if they're in any particular order. So I'm going to roll WandaVision, Hawkeye, Moon Knight. Mm. Okay. Okay. And see, Hawkeye's more practical, too, because the yeah, nigga Hawkeye just got bows and arrows. Yeah, it was. It was very underrated. Hey, how does Hawkeye and get I, these arrows back, bro? That's one thing I've always wondered. That's, that's just why he just kept making them. Home, bro? Yeah, Amazon Prime. Just keep making them. So and he got you, he got so subscription. Mean, it ain't like some little raggedy nigga walking around just collecting these arrows and selling them online. Hey, you selling me somebody walk around with a quill? Try to fill up. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> hey, bro, I just left uh, a, a second line in New Orleans where I've seen everything sold from band aids to batteries, dog. So <laughs> you need to tell me. Ain't nobody thought, hey man, if I just follow Hawkeye around, I can scoop up all these arrows and sell them. That might be the next Hawkeye villain, dog. Is the nigga that followed him around picking up the arrows? Word. <laughs> what is your? Uh, we already got a collector in the MCU. Who? Who are we gonna call this nigga? <laughs> hey, is Hawkeye the one where they uh kind of basically reintroduced Kingpin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I think that's and, why. And Echo too, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So see, that's why I gotta get an edge to Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah. That shit was tight. I, I, I felt, well, you know, maybe because Falcon and the Soldier is kind of like a, basically like an ending. They ain't really gave you like nothing to look forward to per se. It was more like. They give you a new Captain America movie, man. Yeah, it's coming, dog. It's you coming. Know what? I don't like Captain America. That's probably what it really is. I was, I was gonna say, Cam's gonna like. I don't oh, like Superman. Like I don't like all that. You don't like the corny book. He don't like patriot. He don't like patriotism. <laughs> hey man, before we get canceled, <laughs> yeah, let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> You're not far off. You're not far off. So I'm, I'm a... <laughs> we have to, we have to record our next episode in Mother Russia. With the... <laughs> hey, hey, so hey shout, shout out to my mood Abdul from the new documentary coming out. Man. <laughs> I got to watch that. I'm to say. Hey, no, I want to run it back real quick, Kels. Mm-hmm. How you feel about the controversy about the representation of black men in, in Wakanda forever? Oh, man. Y'all got to get out the boo-boo, man. First off, there's plenty of black men in Wakanda forever. Uh, M'Baku is, like, to me, one of the most important characters in the movie. Um, but second of all, man, let the black women cook, bro. Like, why y'all hating on the black women? Like, Angela Bassett been putting in work for years from Tina Turner to uh man look y'all seen her arms 
That's all I gotta say, dog. Look, Shuri out here putting up buckets. Uh, Koye getting buckets. Uh, Lupita getting buckets. Like the whole, I mean, is is women left and right? Shout out to Julie uh, Louis Dreyfus. She out here getting her little shine on on the yeah, side too. Yeah. Uh, side note, you people was garbage, but you know that's something else to talk about. Oh uh, no! I watched it today, bro. I didn't. I liked I laughed, it. I laughed one time. It was when Sam J said I got titties. Other than that, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't man. laugh none of the times, dog. But anyways, man, the women was cooking. Let the black women cook. You know, Angela Bassett get her award. You know, what I'm saying best support. First off, nobody has won an award of acting of any kind from a Marvel movie. So give get or nominated. Your, yeah, or nominated. So give props to that. Right. And yeah, man. We we can we can uplift the black women without bringing down the black men. Like it's cool, it's cool, man. Yeah. Go ahead, drop a Tupac verse in there somewhere. <laughs> Play the black of the berry, the sweet of the juice, the dark of the skin, the deep of the roots, and then throw in you appreciate it or something in there too. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, you, in there. but yeah, I say all that to say you people was trash, dog, and I stand on that. Damn. But go support Black Art. I like that show. That was cool. Hey, um, back back to Black Panther though. What do y'all want to see? <laughs> uh, do do y'all want to see a third one? Obviously, they build it up for you know Young Boy to be yes. Like, New to child, do y'all want to see a new one before he takes over, or yeah, do y'all I don't want, want it to wait. I don't want to see him yet, yeah, yeah. I don't need to fast forward that much. Like, uh, r- run the next movie back with, with the surface world, whatever government trying to go in for Wakanda. There, the man, they did France dirty in that movie, it was cool, did that. They did that. yeah. So they, they racist too. So get them about. So France, U.S., whoever want to run up on them, Wakanda, like like do that. Let Wakanda prepare for war, and, and let Neymar come to their aid, and then do Neymar things. Man, he may try to. Do we? Does Neymar need to be the third, the next one? Oh yeah, easy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So, or does Neymar just need his own movie? For. I want to say not logistical, but like for like con- contract reasons, contractual reasons, yeah. we won't see a Neymar movie for a minute. Mm. Which is kind of wild. so. I'm going to ask, can I pose a question to Wiley P real quick? Because I don't, I don't think we got much time as it pertains to everything. But uh, <clears throat> the DCEU just announced like their updated. Uh, movement you know guys and monsters supposed to be they face they un- un- unveiling and everything how do you feel about that considering they failed as it is so far when it's come to their movies and trying to compete with marvel do you think they have a fighter's chance to get things rolling in the right direction because ultimately when you think about it they do have when it comes to their 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 gallery of characters some of the more iconic material to pull from in my opinion so what what say you uh on, on your opinion on this yeah i yeah dc fumbled the bag 
Like they should have. Mm. This should have been DC's world. Like when you when you say more iconic characters, like nobody knew who Guardians of the Galaxy was. Iron Man and Captain America were like secondary, like superheroes. Like if you're yeah. talking about Marvel from like the '90s on to now, everyone knew Wolverine. Like yep. we knew the yep. X Men characters, but we wasn't rocking with any of those other Marvel characters. Like, but everybody know who Superman is. Everybody know who Batman is. Everybody know who Wonder Woman is. Like DC, they fumbled it back. This should have been their world. We should we should we should be talking about DC movies like the way we talk about Marvel movies, but we're not. And they had bad leadership. But with their reset, you know, James Gunn coming over from from Marvel um, and off the Guardians of the Galaxy, which, you know, are some of the stronger Marvel movies. Uh, I think those two are up there in my, in my top 10, like easy as far as Marvel movies are concerned. I think he has the he has the, the now the experience to to run it all together. And his first DC movie, that that new Suicide Squad. I thought it was straight. It was funny. Um, it kind of had a Guardians of the Galaxy feel, but mm. I, I think he he may be the right person to put them in the right direction. And, you know, people was like, well, you know, bring this character back and bring this actor back. You just need a reset button. Start over. Like, get the rock up out of there. Nobody want to see Black Adam. Mm. Like, I, you rock. You are a villain. Black Adam is a villain. He's not an antihero. Like, he's a villain. And yeah, you want him yeah. to lose the fight? Like, get up out of here. Ain't nobody trying to see that. That's a good point. He, he took the sinister out of Black Adam. Yeah, he, he took the sinister out of Black Adam. I didn't see it in the theater. I saw it streaming illegally, but I'm glad I didn't pay to go see that because it was lackluster performance. They put a lot of money into it. It, it was certain moments that looked cool, but it wasn't anything that made me want to like stay locked locked in and watch the whole movie. Honestly, it was like, okay, what are we fighting for? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this That's dude, true. yeah, it, it's it's not it's not his bag. That's not what he's supposed to be in. Nah, he's he played a rock in every movie. Like I'm gonna need Dwayne Johnson to be a character and not the rock in every. This is true. In every movie, he's saving he's saving somebody, and he's holding on to a helicopter at the same time. And he got to let that go, dog. Got to let that go. So some be a little bit more diverse, dog. But yeah, he took the sinister out of Black Adam. Black Adam's supposed to be you supposed to be fearing this motherfucker, and I didn't fear. There was no fear instilled whatsoever. Hey, he was acting in uh, Jumanji. He had to act like a little girl within his body. But uh, anyways, that concludes episode <laughs> seventy-seven. I can't call it with your boy JK. Hey man, hey your boy Jay Wright. We can't end <laughs> on, the, on the little girl and his body, dog. We gotta, we gotta go out. We gotta go out tougher than that, dog. <laughs> man, if you hating on anybody, you need to stop that. Shit. I called Tip off the rip. What's that? Flop that. Savage Life 6 in the mix, you better cop that shit. Man, quit hollering this coming quick and go and drop that shit. Man, to the bubble. <laughs>